Welcome to the Sunday Poems. I'm Ken Hayda. Thank you for joining me. This is episode number 56. Today I want to look at a handful of poems that reference uh, music, specifically blues and jazz. And I'm thinking about the intrinsic, often mysterious relationship between the musician and the audience. Uh, In particular, what I'm thinking is how that music uh, stays with you and pops up in uh, the most unexpected places. It becomes part of our subconscious and into our memory, I guess. But it's so real and it can reappear at any time. And there is some sort of I'll use the word mystical, I don't know a better word, there's some sort of intangible marriage between uh, the music maker and the receiver of the music, perhaps much like poetry, reading and hearing poetry, the poet and the audience, and of course jazz and blues is a musical form of poetry, and I think it is so for probably many reasons beyond what this podcast can allow discovery, but certainly it has something to do with desire and uh, squelched desire and perhaps the reattempt to uh, reunite, reunite uh, the desire with the object or the feeling or the situation that is desired. A little abstract at this point, but maybe the poetry will will make it become a little more visible to us. So I want to begin with one of my poems, two of my poems actually, but the first one is titled Janitor, and I hope that it illustrates this relationship between the music and the receiver of the music, because we're a long way away from, in the poem, we're a long way away from the actual playing of the music the actual experience of being at a club or a concert. It becomes metaphorical, but nonetheless real. Janitor. His existence is a blues tune that he wishes could be played in Memphis, where he visited on his precious few days off from cleaning the halls and bathroom stalls, with mop and bucket, his quiet demeanor masking tunes only he knows, private riffs, wrong turns way back when, muddy times recalled in sweeping rhythms, late at night on a lonely stage. Janitor, that's from my 2017 book, Bring an extra mule. As is the following. Jazz. Strings of an upright bass bounce at the bidding of hard fingertips commanded by a will that smiles while slapping a rhythm that bends the players and the played into one drama. A terrible joy that speaks its own sorrow enough that you and the others feel some new chaos syncopating in holy night. 
And now three poems by Paul Austin. These come from his book, Notes on Hard Times, which just came out from Village Books Press. Paul Austin is uh, has spent much of his professional life in New York, in New York City, and is intimately familiar with the jazz scene there. And this certainly comes out in the three poems I'm getting ready to read here. The first one is Nightfall. Leave the lamp unlit, unclose the window curtain, look beyond the glass. Can you not agree the uninhabited night pulses with desire? Can you not allow the blue anticipation murmur in your ear? Let go your heart's fear, give of your eyes to vastness that it may be seen. And now we're in a basement bar in Greenwich Village, the jazz lover. Her oversized nose no longer smells the beer dregs, whiskey, roll joints, stale urine, natural odor of the jazz bar next door to where she moved 18 years ago to be near it. As she listens to Monk on the jukebox, her memory swings, chord changes to shadowed rooms, rustled slippings of folded money, tingled cognacs and male perfumes. Her unwritten apple pie-less diary of adolescence, a polyphony of riffs imprinted by Miles, Mulligan, Mingus, Coltrane, treasures no flowers pressed between pages, documents no pajama parties or proms on the arms of pink boys. Her history, a jazz lover's life, wooed by the whisper of cymbal brushes, smoothing the sheets of saxophone, soul kisses that promise a blue note to pass her through to wherever else she'd rather be on whatever night she's jumpy. The jukebox begs for nostalgia, disrespects surprise, unlike the way Monk lived one night at the five spot, stopped, just stopped, waited for a new riff to arrive, and when it began, quietly, as if to cradle expectation, she felt the change reawaken her ear to the music she had married when young. Time to go, she thinks. Takes a last scratchy drag, stubs her cig, tosses down the icy remains of Cuddy Sark on the rocks, heads for sweet Basil's to see what Gary Bartz is up to these days. The Jazz Lover and now we'll finish with a poem by Paul Austin titled Monk, that mysterious, amazing, unbelievable talent, Thelonious Monk. He hovers flesh and presence round the story of midnight jazz. A single note hangs suspended in cigarette whiskey haze as ears perk open, anticipate the pleasure of surprise. 
and Monk himself captivated, bewitched by the infinite echoes of infinite choices that held promise of what he most desires. A sound unique to the moment, emblem of his offbeat witness. A sound for which he'll run the risk of a one-way, no-return trip to irrevocable residence in the labyrinth of his mind. The note remains aloft for ten, maybe eleven seconds before a motive for an unheard song makes its way out to his fingers and summons a pregnant chord bursting to bring forth a new riff on a narrative first hummed in the dark bowels of a ship as it sailed the middle passage to the American slave blocks where blue notes inspired by tyrants gave birth to hymns of faith and rage and called forth changes blown through time from cotton fields to prison bars. Till Monk arrives at the five spot on Manhattan's Lower East Side to jam out a rival anthem and tune the public ear to hear what's needed to keep moving and break the remaining chains. Monk by Paul Austin in his book Notes on Hard Times. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your kind attention and your responses. Please pass the word along to your friends. Until next time, I'm Ken Hayda with the Sunday Poems.